How's it going, everyone? This is Chuck Nasty. This is Whitman. And you're listening to another episode of The Graveyard Talk. Uh, man, so talking about like different genres and and stuff, I don't know why we never even did this, what we're going to talk about now. Well, because we did that one episode kind of explaining some genres, and this one's kind of a, almost like a subcategory sometimes. I mean, it is. You know what I mean? Because sometimes this category falls into action flicks. Sometimes it's Can, a horror movie. Definitely. Because actually the movies on my list are... There's there's some scenes, but they're almost maybe more action flicks, really. But right. there's some kind of psychological things that kind of push them... Well, if we were doing action flicks, I, should, I, I wish I would have known we could have just picked whatever. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> this is the thing. I think the ones I picked, they have something in them that kind of pushed them into the horror realm. Yeah. A little farther, or at least into the kind of... Uh, uh, to me, they're kind of horror movies, you know, even though they're not necessarily to everybody else, but th- to, there's something going to be in them, I think, that kind of gets them, gets them made. The, uh, the types of films that we're talking about are revenge films. Uh, which, I mean, there's a lot of movies out there that are revenge films. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are especially a lot of them in the horror category. Yeah. Um, but... That's the thing, too. We tried to stay away from, like, your stereotypical... Well, let's go ahead. We, we, know, yeah. The ones... We, we, we've got... We've, we've mentioned a couple of these uh, beforehand, like, not too long ago. Um, and, of course, they have to be mentioned, at least. Uh, but we're not going to sit there and go through movies we've already talked about with you more than we already do. Right. Um, Last House on the Left. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely a revenge film. These be mentioned. Um, you have the parents at the end of it. Yeah. Go fucking crazy. Uh, you have I Spit, I Spit on Your Grave. Yeah. Um, all of them. Its subtitle <laughs> is called Night of the Woman. Right, you yeah. Know, so it, it's... You know, uh, you there's know. there's some gruesomeness there. Yeah. There's definitely revenge plots in those films. Those are two of kind of maybe the bigger ones that... Yeah. Are kind of in the horror realm that people know or that have at least uh, heard that title, seen the picture, you know, or whatever. Right, yeah. Which, at, at the end of, uh, of our list, I've um, been talking about it, there are a couple more honorable mentions that uh, that I'll mention. <laughs> but, uh wanted to go ahead and get those two out of the way so no one's like, oh, why are well, they why have did, this one on your list? Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. We've Fuck off. we about them, and yeah, they're the list. They're on there, of course, but we're trying to get a little deeper, a little, uh, maybe some movies people haven't seen, or yeah. uh, stuff that needs some more light on it. Definitely. Uh, yeah. I guess we've been going three, two, right. one, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, do you want to you want to go first? Uh. <laughs> yeah, I can. This movie's silly as hell. I'll go first. Okay. All right. All right. It's it's the most maybe like in the horror realm just because there's supernatural shit in it, and it's uh, drive angry. Drive angry. Yeah, it's a, a silly ass. Uh, well. I'm going to pair this with another movie. Can I do that? Is that possible? Yes. Okay, so this should be paired with Mandy. Okay. All right, these are both crazy Nicolas Cage movies that are uh, just out of control because Mandy is on my list too. So, I don't know. They're, I guess I'm just on a Nick Cage uh, trip. But So this first one, Drive it Angry. It happens, but strangely enough, because I didn't yeah. like Nick Cage for the longest time. But no, I started Nick Cage is silly, and but he's just fun to watch. And in this, in Drive Angry, he he plays a person that escaped from hell, right? Okay. <laughs> How old is this movie? Uh, let's see. I don't actually know. I had the shop, so like I don't know. It's probably ten years old now. I've never heard of it. Go on, dude. It's weird, and it's it's got that girl that got canceled in it that was beating up on Johnny Depp. 
Oh, uh, okay. She's in this too. We talked about her in that main yeah, line movie, yeah. but she's in his. She character. poops on beds, apparently. <laughs> I hope so. Whatever. And man. beats up crybaby. <sighs> Whatever. I like Johnny Depp. Fuck her. Yeah, she's agreed. A bitch. Agreed. But in this movie, she's the main character, <laughs> and uh, she's just this badass girl. But Nicolas Cage's character comes back to avenge his daughter's death from hell, from this like cult. Okay. And so there's just a weird cult and. The leader of the cult. I'm not gonna get into that yet because there's just there's a bunch of weird story there that's just it's too much. But uh, <laughs> the leader of the cult is the dad from Twilight. I don't know the dude's name, but if you've ever seen Twilight, the sheriff or the dad, whatever of old girl. I can't remember. I've only seen the first 20 minutes yeah. of the movie. Well, so the dad there plays this really wild ass cult leader and does an awesome job. Okay. It's worth watching for his performance. All right. So the supernatural stuff. I mean, even I mean, you definitely interested me. I'm definitely interested. there's a there's a collector that comes from hell to try to get Nick Cage. Okay. Right. And I can't remember his name. He's been in a hundred million movies too, and you'll know it as soon as you see him. You're like that guy. But I should have wrote it down because he's very memorable. But he plays this dude in like a business suit. And he's just like a demon. I yeah. guess you never know really what he is, but. He can't die, and they, you know, uh, it's basically kind of a, a chase movie, too. Okay. Because Nick Cage is chasing the cult. Yeah. The collector is chasing Nick Cage, and it's just this cross-country kind of, like, weirdness. I don't know, and it's... How have I never heard of this movie? It's silly. It's it's fun. There's a lot of destruction and blown up and gore. There's people getting shot up, and there's hellfire and demons and shit. Like, I mean, it's... Uh, there's a God Killer gun. It's pretty cool. Like Okay. <laughs> I don't know, man. God Killer gun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's just a bunch of wild shit and uh, okay. silly music, fun, fast. It's a good ride. I, I want to check it out. Drive it's, angry. I got I to gotta say, though, Nick Cage, like I said. I've, he's been killing it in horror lately, man. He's been, he's been making, you, he's been like. Mom uh, and Dad is good. I was going to say, Mom and Dad's good. Drive angry, this movie, is not good. It's just fun. Right. But. That I think started him in this trek of like. You seen Wally's World yet? No, but our buddy the bartender just bought it. He was telling me, and uh, we're gonna have a family screening of it pretty soon. So. That's uh, Rachel and I watched that, and don't tell me too much because I'm excited. I won't, but it's it's it, it. I think if if I remember correctly, it was actually supposed to be Five Nights at Freddy. Yeah, but the like people a, at Five Nights at Freddy didn't like where they were going with the script, and you'll see why. Right, and. They, especially where it has a very child fall, yeah. you know, children yeah. falling. Um, it's a good one, though. Fuck, like it's a good one. Right. So, so, I mean, that's good. Hopefully this is good. Mandy was good. I'm so, uh, to see that. But, yeah. Nick Cage, keep making good, crazy horror flicks, man. We'll keep watching them. So, yeah, Drive Angry is my, my first. You haven't seen it yet to rate it or anything, but... No, yeah, we won't worry about rating tonight just because there are a few that, that I haven't seen. Yeah. Think. I think you've probably seen all of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, you have. But... So, yeah, um, I'll, I've got it. I'll bring it over. We'll get weird. And it'll be okay. Good. All right. Cool. Cool. Uh, yeah, Nick, Nicholas Cage, man. Uh, actually, was funny story. Um, my hatred for Nicholas Cage started because of Ghost Rider. Oh well, that movie sucks. Um, and when I'm I first met fan. when I first met my girlfriend Rachel, uh, I I was friends with her sister before I knew her, and me and some friends went to go hang out. And her sister's boyfriend at the time uh, was talking about how he liked Ghost Rider. And I was like, fuck that movie. 
was like, fuck Nicholas Cage. They fucked that up. I love Ghost Rider. They fucked him up. And I was, and I actually know somebody that's in that movie, Matt Long. Okay. Uh, his dad was my parents' realtor back in yeah. the day. And uh, his brother, Zach, uh, was one of my really good friends. He's a, he's a good drummer, too. But, yeah, he was one of my good friends. But, yeah, I ended up actually starting being okay with Nick Cage here recently. And um, Watch a couple more of these horror ones that you haven't seen, dude. You'll... You'll be on it. Um, yeah, and when you watch Wall- Wally's World, you're, yeah, you're gonna. Is it Wally or Willie? I think it's Willie's World. Willie's World. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But when you when you check that out, yeah. I believe. Me. All right, moving on. My my, yeah. my my first my number three. When I think revenge films, especially in horror, you kind of can't go without mentioning this one. And I'm going with uh, with the original Carrie. Okay. Um. For obvious reasons, it is a classic. I mean, Stephen King, the book mm-hmm. was his first book. It's it's the reason why his career is what it is. Um, fucked up story about a girl who doesn't live in a regular house. Her mom's a religious nut, but she's a fucking bitch. Um, he's abusive as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, it hasn't told her daughter anything. And this girl named Carrie starts her period. She gets made fun of. And that's, it's it's weird. You wouldn't think, because that actually, it sounds like a, a corny, you know, oh, this girl has her period, people make fun of her, blah, blah, blah. But when they bring it back with the classic pig blood, you know, thing, and then complete revenge. The revenge in this, if oh, you haven't man. seen Carrie, I'm not going to go through this whole fucking movie. It's a classic. No, if yeah. you haven't seen it, go go watch it. It's, it is the perfect supernatural revenge film. Yeah. Um, and there is a lot of fire, a lot of death, and John Travolta gets it pretty good. Yeah, true. So, you know, fuck you, Scientology. Um, but, uh... Lord oops. Zenu. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, but I think Carrie no, has to have... Don't kill us, Scientologists. Don't, don't chase us. Yeah, really. <laughs> um, but it, it, it is a good movie. It was an, it, it, and a good story. And I think when it comes to revenge, I think it's yeah. a good one. Never was a huge fan of the book. Yeah, um, I, mean, I, I read it way back in my King, you know, yeah. starting days. But, eh, you know, whatever. I understand it, why it got why it got so big though when it was released. I understand that, that oh, time yeah. period and everything. And I think the story is good. It just doesn't resonate with me too well. Like I just don't. I don't know. It's supernatural, but it's not enough supernatural for me to really dig on it. And right, I don't, for a king book, right? Yeah, you no, know, same. And, yeah, and I'm yeah. just like, well, where's all the, all the all the really like weird shit? You know, it's like, but yeah, but I think Carrie gets. I think Carrie. I, I think it's definitely a revenge film. Like I've mentioned like five times now. So yeah, that's my number three. Okay, there's no point in saying anymore. But if you've never seen Carrie, any <laughs> of the fucking many movies that have come out because they're all the same. Uh, then you obviously aren't really a horror fan. Go go repent. <laughs> and then make it right. Go see Carrie. Go see Carrie. What is your number two, sir? Uh, my number two, you'll probably never watch it because it's, uh, it's, it's uh, dubbed, subtitled, both, I think, maybe. Yeah. Uh, it's a Korean flick called I Saw the Devil. I've heard about it. Right? So me and Jupiter were talking about it. Jupiter actually got me to watch this movie. She was talking about it. She likes uh, foreign films, you know. And uh, she doesn't get into like gore horror and stuff like that. So like, when she finds a horror movie that she really digs and she hits me up about it, I usually take notice of it because yeah, you know she's more picky about her horror maybe than I am. So when it's and and she's intelligent girl, so like 
it's not going to be a dumb, she doesn't like trauma movies and, you know, just like silly stuff. So when she brings me a movie, you know, I usually take notice. And uh, so I'll watch this flick and dude, it is, it may be like the quintessential revenge flick. Like, okay. maybe you should watch it because there's very little... I've been tempted to watch there's it. There's very little dialogue. Yeah. And it's just this one guy's trick, you know, and he just kind of takes out kind of... I don't want to give too much away, but there's just like some underworld characters. Okay. Right? Kind of like this ring of people that are responsible for just different... Like murders, kidnappings, this and that. Right? So he just kind of gets on the trail of this one. I can't remember if he's looking... Uh, Is it Jet Li? No. Who is the guy that's playing this? It's just some dude. Like, I mean, he's a Korean actor. I don't know. I know it's somebody like like a popular one, but I can't remember what his name is. He yeah, looks like Jet Li, though. No, nah, he's a he's a younger dude than Jet Li. Jet Li's oh, okay. like sixty now, but uh, oh wow, he, yeah, right. So, but this movie, it's uh, it's smooth. It's it's just efficient. The movements, it's just it's shot dark, but the colors that you do see are kind of vibrant. Like just the way it shots, good. The the minimal dialogue keeps you entertained with like you watch the character. The movement of the character pushes the story, not the words. Yeah. You know, and so when he confronts some of these people on, on his trek to, like, the boss, you know, there's a little bit of dialogue and, and banter and different things, but it's just, like, revenge, murder, on to the next. Boom, 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 boom. And yeah. he's just tracking these guys down, and it's just, like, ruthless. It's good. All right. I think I've been sold on it now. I've, I've so, actually wanted to watch it because I, I do like revenge films. Yeah, right? That's why I was like, well, you like revenge films, but you don't really... I don't, I'm not you don't big, dig on like yeah. subtitled or dubbed or you know foreign flicks. Subtitles only yeah. bother me. It's it's certain foreign flicks. I it's hard for me to be able to stand watching. Agreed. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Right now, though, man, the Koreans are killing. They are killing it with the with the horror. Though. You know, I've talked about it before because this movie, Train to Busan, The Wailing, yeah, I've seen and something that, there's another one that I watched that's a, a Korean. They're all Korean films and they're all good horror films, but. This one's a killer, uh, and there's not anything supernatural about this one either. It's just a straight up, like dark murder film. You know what I mean? It's. Uh, I I want to say real quick talking about that kind of film, is I'm really glad unless I'm just misinformed before I'm noticed. I don't see us when I say us. I mean American. Right. Uh, okay. Remember that time period where Japanese films would come out, and then America would make. We would make a uh, oh, we make a, a terrible ring version and terrible. Uh, <laughs> oh, I call them out because I hate those movies. I don't care. Fuck yeah, fuck you those know. movies. <coughs> We've mentioned that before, before, I think. Yeah, yeah. fuck those movies. Um, <coughs> but yeah, like I, they really do seem to be able to actually like do some shit, and that's not trying to take away their originality <coughs> because it wouldn't be the same if they're like trained to boost, like trained was trained train to boost, boost on. Uh, <laughs> like the American version, trained to Chicago or something. Yeah, it's not gonna work. And just the way, you know, I don't know what they're going to say. Train to Atlanta, Georgia, watch yeah, yourself. I took a train to New York. Maybe it's a train to New York, you know, but we're riding the Cardinal all the way to Manhattan and there's zombies. It's not going to work, man. Uh, yeah. You know, it's not, it's just not the same. And the way that they're, oh, it's uh, hashtag us. That's the other Korean film I've seen. Uh, okay. And it's another zombie film, but they're, uh, it's a little sidetrack, but it takes place in an apartment complex. Okay. Right? And so this, uh, the hashtag us is, uh, or hashtag alive, ah, but maybe it's hashtag alive. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, because phones are still up for yeah. a while on this zombie apocalypse. It's another one where you don't know why or how. Yeah. Right? And so people that are alive are just putting hashtag alive or hashtag us, whatever it is, 
and so people can find each other like through Instagrams or through, yeah. through whatever you know, it's a made up name but it's like this network of people who are surviving this zombie apocalypse but the whole movie takes place in this dude's apartment and a neighbor's across like a, a courtyard yeah right so there's this girl across the courtyard and they see each other they can't get to each other because there's swarms of zombies everywhere but it's almost like a weird love story okay or like a friendship like they start like send each other messages and, and then like kiting food back and forth across a string and different things so like it's almost like a weird like buddy it's not thing. weird it's not weird love story like Itchy the Killer was, was it? no cause they're just like actually trying to hang out like there's another one well true yeah you know I've but, seen a few um, but it's the other good one yeah. of the Korean films it's not a revenge film but it's a good uh, Korean film yeah. so. it's okay we ran off on tangents sometimes yeah, you, know, you know but check out okay Korean be... horror if you're into foreign films I'll say it again I'm gonna keep pimping it out but like until they make some some bad ones here coming up like all the the new Korean films I've been watching are awesome yeah The Wailing's a little slow out of the four it's probably the slowest and it's good yeah so yeah hmm uh, you just about got me sold on that show. yeah uh, so I guess my number two. Yeah. Now look, my number two. I'm going. I'm, I'm keeping pretty recent with this. Um, I think it's the ultimate. In a lot of ways, the ultimate revenge film. I'm talking about Saul. Oh, okay. The reason being is the obvious. That movie is nothing but revenge. Yeah. And the reason I go with number one is because number one is the best. And. I think we should do the Saw franchise pretty soon. I think we should too. I need to revisit a few of them though. I need to watch the last couple. So we need a couple a couple of marathons. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, the, Saul, the whole idea of, you know, this guy who has cancer, his wife, you know, yeah. you know everything that you find out more as the, as the movies go on and stuff. Uh, but he wants revenge on everyone that is surrounding his, his wife's death. And it goes back to even, like, the guy that ran, like, because if you've watched all the movies, it shows you what happened. His his wife worked at a clinic. She was pregnant with their kid. And this guy pretty much, like, tried to rob the place. And he was being, like, fucking weird and shit. And he ended up pushing the door in on the wife, which killed the fetus in which she died because of it. And... He goes after, even at some point, he goes after the fucking lawyer that got this guy off yeah. and all that. Like, it's just like, it's fucked it's up. Still it's, just, it's still going. It's still going, yeah. Spiral, Spiral. Is in theater right now. You can rent for 20 bucks online. <laughs> Fuck Damn. that. Would I um, go to the theater and pay like eight? Yeah. I'll Come just on, wait man. till I can get it on. Yeah, for nothing know. or yeah. like a couple bucks. I, I don't know how I feel about, I, I want to see it. I liked them at Star, but I'm over it now, man. I'm just done. I just know that Chris Rock, I just, I don't like him. I can't oh, stand him. Oh, I'm Chris Rock. I'm just done with, like, the franchise, I think. I, they should they, they should have it a long time ago. They really should have. Honestly, they should have just left it as, like, a trilogy and called it good. But yeah, they the decided. First, like, I like the one with uh, Shawnee Smith, which the, she's in a bunch of them, you know, but uh, the girl who plays Amanda. Yeah. Right? So yeah. the first one, when she gets, I think it's part two or three, when she gets thrown in the needles. It's part mm-hmm. two, right, I think. Yeah, that's part of that. that every time I watch that scene, I'm just like, ow. Oh, yeah, man. It's crazy. Oh, God, dude. But yeah, Saw is definitely uh, uh, something that I... I the, the the complete myth, myth, uh, methodical way of killing people. Oh, yeah. And it's like they kill themselves. They do this, and here's, you know... At least in the 
like, yeah, he gives him a way out, even though some ways it's not necessarily comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just sail out of his trap, but he gives you a way out if you, like, think about it for a minute. And, he really does. You know, it's going to be shitty. It's going to hurt. Yeah. Can you survive? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a possibility you might have to dig your eyeball out. You might have to lose some skin. But are you going to be alive the next day? Yeah. Most people aren't. You know, yeah. they're, they're not going to just go to that limit. Like, he's pushing everybody to their limit. Well, it's it's like, what is it, part two? You're going to saw your foot off? I would to live. Where they find his son, like, in the safe. Like, in, like the whole time, like, Jigsaw is like, he's like, hey, if you just have patience... You know, you're gonna you're you're gonna find your son, yeah. like you know, and fucking Donnie Wahlberg doesn't fucking listen. Yeah, man. And get smashed up. Yeah, and it's like if you and then they the kid's fine. Yep. Because he's what's his name? John uh, Kramer. Yeah, there you go. Um, he wouldn't he wouldn't hurt a kid. No way. Because especially the whole thing is he's gonna hurt everybody else, and that that could be an issue for that child. Right. He's not gonna hurt the kid. But yeah, I uh, I do um, really enjoy these films a lot in the ways. I mean, now like the ways that you like you you watch them and you're pretty much you're like, okay, I know the stories get good. But now it's like, okay, well, what's the deaths? It gets to that point where yeah, it, it's it's like Friday the Thirteenth. I love watching all of them and all that shit, but it gets to a point where you're like, eh, like I, I just want to see the death scenes. Yeah, you know, and, and that's pretty much what solved comes down to but I think that it is a really interesting way uh, for some revenge yeah oh yeah. different little traps <clears throat> little traps and uh, uh, little contraptions and yeah. little puzzles and stuff and like I mean come on like who hasn't had that weird fantasy before this movie came out of like doing something methodical with somebody you know I used to have when I was younger I used to have this uh before this was before Saul, there was a few people uh, that really made my life a living hell when I was younger, and I uh, I had this whole idea of finding some way, like finding like a an old junkyard or something, like an old building or some shit, and have these people with like certain types of wire around their teeth connected to the windows and the doors, so and and, and set up as if if somebody opens up a window, like closes a window or opens a door. It would rip out a tooth or a couple of teeth at one time. Okay. Yeah. And then when Saul came out, I was like, ah, somebody, I'm not alone. <laughs> yeah. Somebody else is in it. So, yeah. So, Saul. Yeah. That's that. What? We're going to go ahead real quick and take a short break. Yeah. And then we'll come back and give our number ones, number ones. and uh, a couple other things we'll discuss. Yeah. So, stay tuned. I got the poison. I got the remedy.
got the remedy. I got the Welcome back. It's Graveyard Talk with Chuck Nasty and this is Whitman. Uh, we're talking about revenge films. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we are now on our number one picks. Yeah, there's so there is. Let me talk about there are so many different revenge films in horror or just in general. There's a lot of them. Actually, if you actually look at it, most movies are actually based off of revenge. Yeah, that's why it's In like, some way, shape, or form. It's hard to, like, really call it a category. Mm-hmm. Because... The only thing that makes it really a horror is the fact that it's maybe a little gorier than some yeah. that are in the horror category. You know, the, the deaths are a little more extreme. Yeah. You know, and that's what makes the horror ones more fun. Because they're a little more brutal, you know? Uh, but we're going to... Let's go ahead and get our number ones out of the way here. Yeah, um, I haven't said mine, so... Yeah, yeah, you said you said Mandy. Yeah, um, I love this movie, man. I yeah, think it's uh, it's another Nick Cage flick, but it's so weird. I've yet to watch it. So fucking weird. I need to. It's uh, I ain't even gonna get into it because it doesn't make sense really. <clears throat> the movie itself doesn't make much sense, but Nick Cage has a girl. 
she gets kidnapped and all kinds of other stuff. And so he goes on a trek for her. Right. You know, again, this is another cult that takes her. Yep. And uh, it's shot just wild. It's shot like a psychedelic. You know, it's a head trip. And we've talked about some before, but it's just... Uh, I've never really seen another movie like it. And it's just... It's intelligently shot, I think. You know, it's either like... There's super, a little bit I've watched of it. It looks really... Know, it, visually, it looks amazing. I just... I, there's a lot yeah. of weird, like, subtext there. Like, the characters. The, there's some demons that ride, uh, like, four-wheelers and quads and stuff. And, what he's uh, describing, folks, is an acid trip with a lot of murder. Yeah, basically. And there's a lot of good colors. There's bright pinks and just wild... Uh, camera tricks they there's some like this one scene where uh, a couple faces get blended in and it's supposed to like mimic this character like how they're similar there's there's just a bunch of weird subtext but there's a lot of just crazy shit right on the surface too would you watch this movie tripping oh yeah yeah definitely so it wouldn't be you wouldn't send any kind of bad area like in your mind you think of like no it might okay I mean... You're like me. I'm just like, I just kind of want to see what it'd be like. It's just the experience of that. You know, uh, yeah, it might get you real weird because it's shot dark and the subject matter is dark. But then you have crazy Nick Cage that kind of balances it. Yeah. Because he's... You look at the TV and you're still just like, oh, it's wild-ass Nick Cage. Yeah. So it kind of balances the seriousness of some of the stuff that's going on and some of the... It's not really dialogue. I guess it's more monologue. These people will kind of like speak to the camera because mm-hmm. uh, Richard Brake is in it, which I love. We're talking about before. okay, yeah, and, yeah. You know, he's been a bunch of stuff now, Mandalorian and all that shit. But he's in it as the the chemist, right? And okay. so uh, <laughs> he's not a part of the cult. All right, right. So Nick Cage is again kind of like the other movie, just on the trail of the you know, like the uh, I saw the devil. He kind of gets on the trail of this cult member and just finds these weird people along the way. Yeah. You know, that kind of lead him, guide him, whatever. Um, I don't know, man. It's it's wild. And so I love Richard, I love Richard Bright, though. I yeah, think he's fucking cool. He's, shit. he's super cool. I wish right, he'd man. come to fucking Scarefest. He might, man. I hope. I hope but another subject. I'll put it out there. Richard yeah. Bright, come on now. I'll send it to you. Uh, <laughs> My people but, will call your people. Yeah. But no, he's a really like kind of epic intense character and I don't know the main like bad guy antagonist lead but like man he plays a wild character like yeah. the leader of the cult and just the whole thing because there there is some supernatural stuff Other, I mean there is demons that are legit demons like monsters from hell yeah. but they don't look nothing like what you're going to imagine I'm not even going to tell you what they look like somebody told me and I've been my buddy Jason he admitted yeah it might have been him that said that if you took trauma and an Argento film and mixed them together, this is what that would be. Maybe because like, well, people a lot of, a lot of people have mentioned the Argento thing because I the totally, colors. I can totally see the Argento influence. The colors trauma's a little too goofy, but there is a lot of crazy blood and just like wildness to this movie. Right? Yeah, but it it still feels serious. Like Nick Cage is going nuts, but you're like. Well, it's justified. I like it's not like goofy. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, just Nick Cage. It's just Nick, Nick Cage, Cage, but it's not intentionally goofy. Yeah. You know, whereas trauma movies try to get like the laugh factor, like it's slapstick shit. Yeah. This is sometimes silly, but not meant to be slapstick. You know, and but yeah, I can totally see the Argento influence for sure. The colors, just the way it's shot, some of the gore scenes, just uh, 
Yeah, I can totally. It's not Ar- Argento, is it? No, it's okay. a, it's new. I didn't but, think it was. No. But fuck, I mean, because he's still alive. Like, is he still? Has he put anything out in a long time? I have to look not into that. that. I know, but there's no, an episode we need to remember Argento uh, at some point. Who who directed? But the the opening, I think you're really big. There's just a a quote that kind of you know black screen with like a, a just a quote. Yeah, and it's about selling your soul for rock and roll. Yeah, I, I we started watching it, but we were like, this was a while back, but we were like really stoned, and we both were feeling a certain kind of way. Yeah, and it just was a little too much. It is intense. It's wild. It's it's loud. It's like a rock and roll movie. It's it, the film to me, if you've read or look at Heavy Metal magazine, this story easily could be put in heavy metal magazine yeah you know it's just like rock and roll music Nick Cage makes some like crazy demon hunting weapons like these big axes and shit so there's like magic weapons rock and roll demons cult members it's it's another just wild fun trip but he, he avenges his his wife I don't even know if they're married but his his girl yeah yeah you yeah. know so the whole film is just him tracking down these people and doing work on him when he gets there I think like I said I haven't seen this movie I need to see it I started watching it and then it was just like uh, not the right mood and and there's a lot of just twists and turns you don't really ex- well there's nothing to expect this movie it's so crazy you don't yeah. even know what to do but just the ending itself there's some little oh shit some some kind of different shit you know I think Nick Cage being how he is and he's really good at freaking out and stuff yeah you know, I think he found his his thing I think he was kind of like, okay, horror movies. I think maybe his son might have something to do with that, too, because his son's a big black metal dude. Yeah. He's in some black metal band. Yeah. I can't remember, remember what band it is, but, but he's it's the, that picture when it first came up of him walking on the street with his son, he's got chorus band yeah. on, and it's, he's at his kid's show or whatever. Right. Uh, and I say he probably, he was like, you know what? I can be a psychopath and people be okay with it. Well, it's like, it, it makes yeah, sense. Right. Maybe you know? he is a little wild. In, in, he has to be, you know, in, in, as a real person. So like in his brain or his heart, he's a little he's a maniac, right? Yeah. So, but you got and, and I, I get it. You know, that's why I'm going crazy right now. I don't have a way to channel my yeah my shit, right? So horror movies, like you said, mm-hmm. Nick Cage can be as wild as he fucking wants, mm-hmm. and in the right roles, the horror world, are the fans, the directors, everything is going to be like, fuck yes, yeah. Like this is exactly the spot for that stuff. Like I said, I mean, all these ones here lately that he's just been. To me, killing it, dude. And mom and dad. Mom the and scene, dad was funny as fuck, and it's good. Yeah, him, him busting Which I like up. Which I like Black too. I got a little crush on her, but right. Yeah, but where he's breaking apart that pool table. Yeah, I dude. Don't, dude, like that scene almost I feel like. It. Uh, yeah, right. You know, I've been at that stage where like one little thing is fucked up, and it's like, ah. I mean, you just want to burn the whole place down, and just you know, fuck well, this. In that scene, I know we're going off topic here. Sorry, folks, but like in that scene, he, he's. It's still horror related. It's all right. Yeah, uh, we won't talk about it. But go watch Mom and Dad. It's really fucked up. You're yeah, it's good. Later. It's um, an unassuming horror flick that's on like Hulu. Yeah, so yeah, go yeah. check that out. Uh, that's where I saw it from. Yeah, but in the scene that we're talking about in this in this particular film, some of uh, some of Blair Blair and him, sorry, drunk brain fart, and Nick Cage are married, and he has this pool table. She comes down. And she's kind of bitching at him, 
and stuff. And he's trying not to flip the fuck out at first, but you know what's coming. Yeah. And then this, you can feel the Nick Cage energy building. In yeah. The scene, you know, <laughs> like he it, sh- it shows him building this fucking pool table. Yeah. And he just gets it done, but something's fucked up. And then he kind of goes off on that. They have some relationship issues. And then he starts beating the fuck out of it and just just tearing it apart. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God. Breaking into pulp. Nick Cage may be the new savior of horror movies. I think so, man. I always rag on American horror right now. Like, other than The Witch and a few things, I think American horror is in the slumps right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm always hyping up, you know, the Korean flicks or whatever. But, dude, I think Nick Cage... Nick Cage needs to pair up with Rob Zombie, man. Fuck yeah, he does. Because I, I totally Rob Zombie that. is my... He's the torchbearer for American Horror, I think, right now. Right. You know, and the dude... Uh, what's his name? Eckert, Eckerton or whatever. They made The Witch. I think uh, if he keeps doing some weird films, he might yeah. kind of bring some horror shit uh, to light. But Nick Cage, as an actor, may bring American Horror back to like something worth a while. You well, know, worth watching. Worth a fuck. Just like Willie's World or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. Like, I mean, that... You know, there's there's... A lot of good here lately. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, you got Willie's World, Mandy, Mom and Dad, and there was another one he's been in here. He's been, he's been in a couple... <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> it's Coors Light, folks. The Coors Light. I can't remember what the other one is, but that I've seen personally. I know there's a couple others he's been in that I haven't seen, but there's one more, and that they've all been pretty good watches, you know? And, yeah, I, I, I've gained respect. I've gained respect for him. I think the appreciation's back. Yeah, because I was I was a fan watching him in Raising Arizona, which when you said when you say when you mentioned Rob Zombie, my first thought was like if you took his character in Raising Arizona and mixed him with like his character in I don't know Mandy, just wait till you see me. Yeah, Yeah, mix it with those two. Yeah, absolutely, completely. Uh, So yeah, there's that. So. Nick Cage Appreciation Day on, on Green Yeah, I guess. My bad, because two of my friends... Like, no, 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 no. There's no, no bad to it. It's fine. Uh, it's all right. And I'll talk about this one. I like Mandy a lot, so I want to cover psychedelic horror films. So it's a I'm, great idea. I will uh, talk a little more in depth about the story and how it's kind of... Maybe not poetic, but like uh, sub, sub-layers, you know? And, and Right, yeah. You know? Get more into that. Philosophical is the word I'm thinking of. So I want to cover some more of that shit in a different episode, but... As just a crazy ass revenge flick, it's primo. Well, is that time where I Chuck Neesy's number one? Number one. This one to me, the reason this is my number one is because I kind of take it to heart a little bit being a parent. Oh god, okay. And it's like, how far do you go to get revenge for your child's death? As far as. There is no far. You have no idea what, I'm, what movie this is. I've no. told you whatever. No, but I'm saying, just what you're asking me, what I'd do for, if I had a kid, what I'd do to avenge their death, there is no limit. Right. Exactly. I mean, until I'm dead or they're dead, that's the limit. Even summoning <laughs> a demon. Pumpkinhead. Hey, okay. All right. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm with you. Pumpkinhead. Hell yeah. I'm, always, I, I'm, still, I, I'm still waiting to get my Pumpkinhead tattoo. Uh, Shannon... Needs to happen soon, um, but I uh, I I've always loved this movie, and I, and as I got older, and having kids, I understood it more. Lance Hendrickson also, I mean, come on, people. yeah, we talked about Pumpkinhead way back when, but like that scene, man, you feel his hurt in that he's a gruff old country dude, but you're like, oh man, like you tell you like can tell it's his pride, yeah, yeah, man, 
And then those fucking punk ass kids, and City he's like, boys. man, yeah. And he decides to yeah, yeah. call That's upon, yeah. And and and, then, and it's also a very I honestly think Pumpkinhead's a very underrated film in a lot of ways. Think so? I think so. I don't think, I think it gets all kinds of people put it as a classic. I guess more so but now. Maybe just in like our friend group and people I talk to and shit, but it, it doesn't get like well, it's not. The full franchise isn't as good as other That's franchises. It, after part two, they drop off bad. <sighs> yeah, and part two stretching it, but sorry, it's still... Doug Bradley. I know you in that one part four or something, but right, yeah, uh, yeah. There's like know. Blood Wings. Yeah, Blood Wings part two. That's the last good. No, that, that was part two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there was a. Uh... And it's <laughs> I don't know if good is the word. <sighs> it's right. not good at all, actually, but it's watchable. It's it's watchable. Yeah, and then because it gets the, to... the, the effects are practical. Yeah. Past part two, they start using a bunch of digital effects for Pumpkinhead. Well, sci-fi and not making. I know, that's and it. that's that's what ruined it because sci-fi use practical sucks. effects on Pumpkinhead. That's why we want him. Yeah, like we want to see those curves in this fucking gnarly ass Pumpkinhead and, and the way he moved and everything. Yeah, man, yeah. It, it needs to look and have weight to it. Like that's that's the thing. He's a fucking seven foot tall demon. I mean, <laughs> he's one of my favorite fucking like like movie monsters like he's in, cool in like his design and just like I remember seeing the cartoon box yeah like you remember the old school box not a cartoon but it's a painting it's mm-hmm. a painted box yeah you know? yeah and it's a demon creeping around in like the woods or whatever and I'm like this movie's bad as fuck and before I you know as a little kid I was just like God, what's it and it took mm-hmm. I mean I was still young when I watched it but it was like I remember seeing that box just forever before I read it or before like yeah I don't know why I didn't see it maybe it was just always checked out or something at my little grocery store I used to get on that but Dude, I don't know, but love it. Yeah, man. Yeah, Pumpkinhead. Yeah. Pumpkinhead just the story in just the first one. Like I said, the other like the other ones are not really that great. I, there's I, I can't haven't remember. Even seen part four. I don't even know. I don't know if I've seen part four or not. I think there's even five of them now, but I think there, I think there probably is. Um, a franchise that just really just fell flat. It's kind of like if you actually want to look at like a Leprechaun. Ooh, where it's like it's like I the, stopped after the first two right but the but the first one's the best one yeah first was the best one and then it was kind of like what the fuck are you doing and they thought it'd be a good idea to have two Leprechaun on the Hood movies not to Back mention to the and, and in space yeah they're like it's already done but we want to make a movie <laughs> at this point man just yeah it went from a serious movie to ridiculous, so let's just ride it out. Like, just go back in time and take him to the old west and put him in space and put him underground and throw him in the volcanoes. Like, I mean, just have everything. Leprechaun, Might as well, yeah. Yeah, you know, Leprechaun in the mine shaft, Leprechaun in the, you know, <laughs> storm clouds. Leprechaun in the mine shaft. I mean, you know, I don't know. Just have him everywhere. Fuck. Where is my guy? There's no one here. Right. He's just like... <laughs> Hassling some miners because they got his gold or some shit. I don't know. Just put it. You really could do anything when it goes that little shit. Head. Yeah, dude. And the way that they just. Yeah. Full Moon got a hold of it and just cranked them out, man. I think it's Full Moon, but. But uh, it's the truth, though. I mean, well, you, you look at like. And I ain't mad at it. Keep making them hell. I don't care. Right, yeah. You know, like. But you look at like Friday the 13th or Diamond Elm Street, Halloween, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, whatever. Even though all those have their. They're good and they're bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But they're still, like, like Friday the 13th. I can watch every one of those movies and be okay with it. Yeah, because they're bad in an endearing way. Yeah. There can be endearing bad and shitty bad. And there's two, it's a difference, you know? It's like how I love trauma movies. Right. They're endearing to me, but they are garbage. Yeah. So, 
it's uh, people's opinions and it's like evil penis and trauma reopening and yeah, yeah. Man. but you can have movies that are kind of it's just that there's a storyline because when we're watching yeah. Friday the 13th we're watching that's it it's a coherent story we're watching you know, we're watching the, the, the life and times of Jason Voorhees yeah. but like Pumpkinhead boy. we're just seeing like okay oh we had Harley going to going to work and giving his soul up and yeah, and 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 you don't really. There's not really any. It's just he's a demon, whatever. It's a cool backstory, whatever. But it's hard for them to like really honestly. It, it's a hard type of, of film to keep going on with. Well, because you have to have different people selling their souls. Right. Yeah. You know, like Jason can just be puttering around out in Camp Crystal Lake because he's just a lie. Like he's just yeah. a, an entity on itself. But for Pumpkinhead, it's just a demon. From a fucking pumpkin patch, but you know, like yeah, the witch gets those you know, pumpkin seeds out in that graveyard dirt and all that shit. So he's just like his sole purpose is vengeance. Yeah, like there's not a character there. There's no thinking pattern. There's Which is just, why it's my number one. Right. Yeah. It's, it's just <laughs> he's embodiment of vengeance. Like Jason, he, despite its its craziness, he has a thought process. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's all fucked up and he's killing kids and all this stuff, but it's like, <laughs> he has a, a reasoning. Right. To some degree. I mean, he knows how to like, I don't know. Yeah. Hide and do, you know, but Pumpkinhead is just like, I'm going to kill this target. It knows by blood or by scent or whatever that that's the target. Yeah. It's just going to go kill it and then it gets to go back to sleep basically or whatever. Like that's. It hibernates like a bear. Yeah. Until the next hell. thing sells its soul to get this thing back and. It gets replaced by the next part, like because you see the little necklace around the, mm-hmm. you know, of his sons and stuff at the end. But you have to have another person, or that's it. Yeah, you know, and it's like it. It almost has to be told like a Tales from the Crypt movie. Yeah, or like yeah, a, always, an yeah. anthology. Yeah, you know, to really make sense, it's like okay, well, this this old witch knows, and this other old, like you can have multiple people that know how to do this. Yeah, but you still gotta have the people coming to sell their soul, or there's no story. Right, exactly. So, yeah, so if you've never seen Pumpkinhead, uh, watch the the first one. And if you want to, the second one. The other one's yeah, fucking, honestly. Whatever. Just watch the first one and yeah. love it and forget that there's another, a bunch of other It's ones. true. And, the, and honestly, the second <laughs> one, the second one's a little more like, it has to do with kids being picked on who, you know, have, yeah. have deformities in their face or whatever. So there's a little bit more emotion, especially, again, being a father. Right. In watching that film, but yeah, like you definitely feel Lance Henderson's character, oh yeah, his pain and all that stuff, and that's why I think this was the perfect. It was when when you said that we were doing revenge films, that was the first one that popped yeah, in my head. That's good. One, man. So you know, I love Pumpkinhead, man. Love Pumpkinhead. Um, so there's there's our, our list. Yeah. But a lot of weird. Oh, go on. No, just a lot of weird different movies. There, yeah, in that list. So. Now, in going through. Uh, like we said, there are other uh, horror movies that are uh, revenge films and stuff. Um, I actually had a list of a few. Uh, you know, we already mentioned Last House on the Left, and I Spit on Your Grave. Uh, I wanted just to mention a few others, um, if at all possible. Um, Drag Me to Hell, Sam Raimi. Yeah, that's, cool. that's a revenge I film. That was, I thought about it, but I love that movie. 
I love that movie actually. A lot of people give it shit, but I love that movie. I didn't like it the first time I watched it, and then it's it's grown on me quite a bit. Yeah, and I mean it's it is a good uh, good revenge film. If you've never seen Drag Me to Hell, uh, it'll probably come up at some other point. So I'm not going to go into yeah any of this. Just so check some, watch some of these titles out. Yeah, um, Dark Man, which is a, a, a an old favorite of mine. Which there will be an episode. Also, at some Sam point. Raimi is this the same? Uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because uh, Bruce Campbell yep. makes an appearance at the very yep. end of it. Um, but that one, you know, has to do with a guy getting his ass kicked by a bunch of people. They fuck up his face, yep. and then he has to keep changing his yeah. his face around. And it's a pretty fucking, a pretty cool uh, film as well as well as a comic book. Yeah, um, which I, yeah, I actually got like a, one of those off you. Yeah, it's a, kind of a a more fucked up tale of like Batman or something. Yeah, you know, he's like, a, like he's like a superhero almost, but like yeah, because he doesn't. Have and it's money. Liam Neeson. Yeah, it's Liam Neeson, like, early on. I will find you. Right. You won't see me, because I look just like you. Right. I will kill you. <laughs> so he's always like, always had those uh, certain set of skills, you know. Like, yeah. Oh, like yeah. yeah. Exactly. He's um, taking character to learn them from Darkman. <laughs> Which there are, the, actually, I would actually like to go and watch the rest of the Dark Man films, because I've only seen the second one. And there's yeah. a third one out yeah, there. Yeah, I know there's a third one. I, I know they're not that great, but... I don't even really like the first one too much, but... Really? We'll get into that some other time. Yeah. Um, also, uh, Thinner. Yeah. Um, which is weird that it came out in 96. Because I was like, wow. That was only 96 when it came out? Like, I thought it was like 2000s or some shit. Oh, you realize how long ago that's been? I don't want to, but oh, yeah. Man. I mean, we were young then. I know. But Thinner's a good one. Yeah. Guy ends up killing, killing, killing an Indian on an accident, running him over while he's getting a blowjob. And then they curse him, yeah. and he just gets fatter and fatter and fatter, yeah. and then finally, yeah, it has an interesting uh, end to it, yeah. Which is Stephen? It's a Stephen King uh, yeah, adaptation, sure. so it makes perfect sense. Go watch that as well. And of course, we mentioned we kind of mentioned it a little bit. Uh, you can't get away from what this movie is. It is a, re- a revenge film. It's not my favorite of the, the, the franchise, okay. but Friday the Thirteenth, the original Friday the Thirteenth. Oh yeah. Mom's Completely. trying to get her. Just it's yeah. another story of, of a parent getting getting back. Totally. And I, you know, I st- I love the movie again. Not my favorite of the, of the franchise, but I think that it's definitely uh, deserving of yeah. mention uh, for what it is. If you've never seen Friday the Thirteenth, I'm not going to go through it right now. We've already done the whole franchise. Fuck exactly. Go, back, go and, back and listen to yeah, it. Yeah, find the old podcast. We have like seventy something, eighty something fucking episodes. No, we don't. Collectively, we do. Oh, well. Nasty right. Nation and Graveyard Talk. Okay, yeah. And, ha- and most of those are us. So, go back and listen if, if you haven't before, <laughs> you motherfucker. Um, yeah, there, there's there's all kinds of other movies. Like, I mean, I'm, <laughs> there's a whole bunch of other movies I'm looking at my wall. They're all action movies that would probably fit the same. Yeah, like, see, but we're trying know, to stick at least a little more in the Trying horror, to sit so. the horror. Trying to Something that pushes them over, either, like I said, the death scenes, you know, like... Uh, yeah, in Drive Angry, I didn't even mention that the the main dude, uh, the uh, Twilight Dad, he carries a scepter of uh, old dude's uh, daughter's femur bone. Oh, right in this cult, he's always talking about drinking her blood and all kinds of crazy shit, which I didn't even touch on. But that's why I kind of pushed <laughs> it into the horror yeah, section yeah, yeah. a little more. I got so, you. But I do have a question, though. Yeah. Just talking about genres and stuff. I meant to mention her earlier, but uh, we went, we, we continued, which is a good thing, because sometimes we run off, as you notice. That's okay, though. Um, 
genres. We've talked about all kinds of different genres. We've had the episode about genres and stuff like that. What is your, like, where is your your more to go to? Are you more of a slasher guy? Are you more of a supernatural guy? You know, like monsters and creatures, zombies, werewolves, vampires. Man. What's something that you like? As a genre? Yeah. I like, uh, I like the body horror. Because mm-hmm. that gets me kind of creeped out. Yeah, true. You know, so the rest of them don't creep me out. I love them. You know, like, and I love big monster movies. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's like seeing like my brothers or something on there. I'm like, oh, I'm a monster, guys. You know, like, they don't creep me out. They don't, it doesn't scare me. Nothing, it doesn't do anything but provide me joy. Mm-hmm. Right? But there's a certain aspect that I want to be scared like everybody else. Yeah. Or, of you course. know, and so the, I tend to, like, if I'm going to watch a movie to be scared, because I have two go tos. It's like, am I going to have fun or do I, am I, do I want to try to be scared or creep myself out or whatever? And so the body horror one gets me because I think about shit and my body creeping around or like viruses and just like weird shit gets to me a little bit. So yeah. I watch those to be scared. But if I'm just going to have like a good time, like if I just want to have fun, I like monster movies, man. I want to see creatures and shit on, on the screen. You know? I can do this. So. The, the body horror thing definitely. Um, and for a lot, for those that don't know, I have Crohn's disease and I have a colostomy bag, which means my intestines hang outside of my stomach. And the weird thing is, is I never really made this connection until an episode we did, <laughs> um, where I really did. I well, we were you know, talking about genres. That's we, the episode we, were, you know, yeah. we covered body horror and shit. Yeah, and, and and I guess in a weird way, like I watched, I can watch those movies now and actually like not feel so bad. Like, I don't know, like, you know, it's kind of weird. It's a weird situation. I'm not going to a whole medical thing right now or nothing, but, but it is, it is weird watching those movies and seeing like stuff that's like similar to like, and I'm just like, well, fuck, I'm a walking body horror. Okay. I'll take, I'll take the fucking stamp. Yeah, man. All right. Cool. uh, Chuck Nasty, the walking body, Mr. Mr. Walking body horror. I have a thing with Mr. Body. You know, with like things that infect the eye or like get in the, you know, and I have a thing with like losing my memory. Yeah. That's like one of my biggest fears. So like anything that kind of fucks with your brain or like the, I don't know, that type of stuff gets me. Yeah. In a, like when I get, when I want to get scared, like, you know, I don't, I don't just put those on for a good time, but sometimes it's fun to be scared. Or fun oh to be, yeah. You no, know, definitely. You and I watch all these movies and nothing happens. We're just like, oh, that's a cool flick. Yeah. Whereas somebody else might watch it. I mean, I took my friend Cole. And Nicole, I had nightmares for a week. Yeah. I, I took my friend Nicole to watch uh, quiet place two the other day and she yeah. jumped and stuff and it, it was awesome. But like, I want to see that. It don't, it don't work like that on me. It's an excellent film, which you should watch it. But monster flicks don't work on somebody watching a monster movie every day, or at least you know, right, like every yeah. night before I go to bed, I put on Hulu and just find a monster flick. Yeah, I know what's getting ready to happen here. Yeah, but it doesn't diminish it for me. Right. I just don't get the scare factor that everybody else does. So, right. Yeah. And uh, psychological stuff kind of fucks with me. Yeah. So if you get into the body horror. Some of the stuff in, in psychological touches on that too. People going crazy and, and you know, just, uh, it still doesn't scare me, but it makes me think, makes me kind of dig in a little bit. Whereas like creature films and stuff, I'm just like a little kid eating popcorn. I'm like, yeah, monsters, you know, it's, it's a whole different mindset. It's, it's weird because like for me, like I've always, I, I would say that slasher films uh, yeah, are, are my number one. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big slasher guy. Um, I mean, hell, I was telling you, I was watching Slumber Party Massacre yeah. last night. You know, that's that's one of my favorites. I love it. You know, the driller killer. Right. Um, and you know, I, I, I always like slasher films. Like, like the, the there's always going to be blood. There's always going to be that scene where you're like, oh fuck. Yeah. And when you watch a slasher film, most likely yeah. you see titties. 
You already know what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, but I also found as I've gotten older, I also really enjoy large animal type. So like I like placid. Yeah. I, I like put those in kind of like a creature film. You know what I mean? They're not like well, yeah, uh, you a do, mystical yeah. or a monster necessarily. There's like a giant something or a whatever. But I put, I like those movies. Yeah, they're boar. Yeah. You, have you seen Boar no, yet? Not yet. We'll Dude, we've got, we've got, we've got, we have, well, we've talked right. about it, but we have to watch that one night because I'm, I mentioned to watch it. I'm gonna get it's a good one, but I would, I would, I would say that that when it comes down to it, if, if you actually take my two favorites, I would say Slasher and Paranormal, because a lot of Paranormal stuff, even though a lot of it sucks, um, like Possession films. Yeah, we, we've watched a couple of good ones here lately. We're oh, like, yeah. wow, all right. But most well, of them watch the new Conjuring movie just to see if it's worth a fucking. I'm so, really curious yeah. because I've liked the other ones. I like that universe. I like uh, you know, yeah. Insidious I like and all actor. that. I can't remember his name, but I like that actor and I like. Uh, yeah, dude was in Hard Candy and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. he's a good actor. So, he really yeah stepped up in the game with that shit. Yeah, it seems like. Yeah, and, definitely. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna give it a whirl and probably take Nicole and see if she'll jump see her reaction. I like taking people who don't watch a lot I mean she's a horror fan but not like how I am how you are yeah you know and so it's cool to take people that just to see their reaction or how what they think of the movie afterwards you know because we'll usually grab something to eat or whatever and talk about it afterwards so it's like it's cool to see almost people that don't really watch horror films right and to because I told her about this podcast and stuff you know and I was just like we're gonna start going to these movies and I'm gonna like kind of question you about what's up you know yeah yeah and just to get like a just a was an outsider's perspective yeah and see like the goods and bads and how we agree and disagree so I don't know it's, it's gonna be fun but I wanna take care of that conjuring again and see what's up with that the guy that's in both those dude he made one hell of a decision that's probably the best decision of his career was like yeah I'll be in the conjuring sure I'll be in the insidious films yeah like it's just like uh, Shay what's her fucking name the the woman that's in uh, uh, insidious yeah She's been in all kinds of horror films. Yeah. And she's fucking owning it in a lot of ways. But it's like horror used to have such a uh, kind of stigma to it, mm-hmm. you know. And now horror is just a staple. Like it's made its resurgence. It's hit the mainstream, thanks to some shitty stuff like Twilight and stuff like that. But like <laughs> vampires, monsters, different things like that are, are can be mainstream. And so all these different actors and actresses that may have shot away from horror in the past, yeah, are kind of looking at it now. Yeah, or accepting it, or kind of, and when they do get a good role, they they own it, they accept their, yeah, I did these horror movies. Like most of them have seemed pretty cool with it because horror fans, as we all know, people listening, us, we're rabid about the shit we like. Oh fuck yeah! So like, and horror fans are one of the most, other than like Trekkies or Star Wars dudes or whatever. Like horror fans are some of the most hardcore fans. So like, once you get kind of a foot in the door we're going to love you forever if you keep doing good shit. You know, it's like, it's guaranteed work forever. Yeah. If, you, if you're doing good Exactly. Because you can still pick good roles in the horror realm mm-hmm. and expand your, your acting, uh, you know, chops per se. You can play dramas and crazies and all these different things. Yeah. In the horror realm, I think some actors have really like hooked into that. They realize that, yeah. You know, and it's like, oh, well, maybe I'm getting, these are kind of B movies or maybe kind of like right below like big Hollywood movies. But I'm still getting a fat paycheck, and I've got like diehard fans all over the U.S. now that are just gonna keep watching. Like, I mean, I'm sure Nick Cage knows. Hey, he went through bankruptcy before, so now he's just like in the horror realm. Sorry, Nick Cage. I know. I mean, it's public knowledge, but like, <laughs> you know what I mean. So 
you know, I think he's kind of hit that. And but he's doing good work. He's not just doing a million of them. Yeah, which he's doing a lot. But like the ones he's been doing, yeah, have been good. Well, well keep cashing checks, make good horror movies. I, I, you know, we want that. Kevin Bacon, same same yeah. as him. He's been doing. He he's got a few good horror yeah, movies under his belt. Yeah, Hollow Man, Star of Echoes from way back. Like both of those. Yeah, his uh, recent one was You Should Have Left. I haven't seen it yet, but I it's, want to. It's pretty good. good. It's it's got some creepy moments. It's got a pretty. The ending is kind of. You are you already kind of call it. But it's still pretty still creepy. Watched, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a good one. I think you should have left, or you should something like I that. I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. but I, I feel like he's the same one. Again, it's just like, well, and I think some of these actors and actresses and stuff are horror fans. Oh yeah, you know, so like, you can kind of see that. I don't know. I bet Nick Cage is a horror fan. Yeah. You know, I mean, maybe not the same movies or whatever, but I bet he likes horror films. Well, so. Kevin Bacon's one of my all-time favorite creature films. Yeah. Fucking Tremors, bro. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, man. Fucking Val, man. Yeah. Yeah. Time. Absolutely. He, yeah. And that movie's hilarious, too. The movie's awesome. Tremors, I bet man. I've seen that movie a hundred times. That's a movie I introduced to my kids. And also another franchise we need to cover. Fuck yeah. Because the first, like... It gets weird. It gets, they go back old west and, like... And they start flying at some point. Yeah. They got the ass blasters and, uh... <laughs> I watched, uh, Trem- uh Called Dan Hale or some shit, and they're in Alaska or something crazy. It's like part five or six. I don't even know what number it is, but I watched that one not too long ago, and it's uh, it's everything you want in a Tremors movie, dude. It's like got old uh, Michael Gross in it still, right? Right, doing this Burt Burt deal, and they're just blowing up CGI monsters and shit, and it's just exactly what you want. Stupid, silly fun. It's awesome. None of them have even come close to the first one, but no, but you can still watch the whole them. franchise is pretty fucking fun. Reba McIntyre, folks, she yeah, is yeah, in man. the films as kind of a badass. So yeah, you got 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 to love it a little bit. But anyway, yeah, that's way off. Yeah, that's way off. We're, we're going are definitely not revenge flicks. So. No, no, those <laughs> are just angry worms. Um, <laughs> I don't want to have those. Mother Nature's wrong. revenge, maybe they come yeah. back to kill us. Mother Nature's like, oh, you like this. Um, yeah, so that's that's that. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll cover the other shit at some other time. We, we talked about some other good off off ones. There. Well, we got into genres, and that you know it spans out a little bit. So. Oh, of course, yeah. Uh, I did talk the last little bit here. I, I I did. I'm gonna mention if you listen to the last Nasty Nation episode, uh, I did touch base on this a little bit. If you notice that it is just graveyard talk. Uh, there's been some changes in the brigade and is no longer Romero Pictures is not a part of any brigade and uh, therefore like we stand with uh, George C. Romero 100% he's a brother Um, but uh, we will not uh, you know and the Indy Brigade like he says all the time Indy Brigade is not one certain thing it's all it's sales man yeah we're we're creative we we are the creative we are the Indy Brigade we don't need to be have some bullshit that says otherwise well and like I mean when I talked to to George I mean the last time you know, he said there would be no difference between us. Right. You know, so it's like, he might be on our show, or he, our stuff will still get shared on his stuff, we're still going to share his stuff. You know, like you just said, I mean, he's a brother, so we with... Uh, yeah, right. You know. We stand with Romero. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, the, show's, the show will continue, you know, the show must go on. Yeah. So... And with that also being said, we are actually uber fucking close yeah uh to going completely visual some neat shit in the works for real this time folks yeah so. man no we it's <laughs> it's closer than it has been in the past with with things that are going on um i'm getting a computer 
to where we can do more stuff with some things. I finally got a new fucking phone. We've been got a new phone. He's, I'm he's, not using the uh, the old clamshell uh, flip phone. Yeah. <laughs> in case you aren't aware, he he is he's he's just now coming up with the times, folks. Yeah. I couldn't receive pictures on my phone up until about two months ago, folks, because <laughs> I was using a fucking flip phone. So, Lord. <laughs> so that's so yeah. So technology is getting better, <laughs> and we're doing we're we're gonna be doing some cool shit, man. And we're gonna be bringing graveyard talk to where uh, you don't just have to hear us; you can see us, and we'll yep. be on other platforms. Um, and with uh, with the help of uh, JB from. Uh, Tell us in the podcast last two G one C. Got an ally in the in the ranks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's he's going to be helping us get get graveyard talk, uh, and Nasty Nation, whatever, doing some visual stuff. Uh, so that should be fun. Yep. Um, as well as uh, there was something else. Oh fuck. Oh, I also just said this real quick. Um, if you talking about tell us in the podcast two G one C. Uh, the other night on uh, an episode of Tell Us the Podcast, myself, JB, and Jack Hunter uh, took the Devil, the Death Nut Challenge. Death Nut. Uh, hot as fucking shit, man. That was fucking crazy, crazy hot. <laughs> I can't wait hot. to watch this. I have yet to see it. It's, it's, there's, there's about three hours. I hear old Chuck Nasty uh, got some footage of puking in the trash cans. And shit uh, pretty much. Not so much puking, almost puking. <laughs> Uh, but snotting everywhere. Uh, it's pretty fucking crazy. But we found out that it was actually Jack Hunter's last time on Tell Us the Podcast, and his replacement is a good friend of mine. Uh, uh, he's become a good friend of mine, just like JB has because of this shit, this because yeah. of this podcast. Uh, Ron Perti is taking over for the Tell Us the Podcast, uh, and he says they're going to talk a little bit more uh, about the comic books of Tell Us in the Crypt uh, than, than the shows. Um, or maybe diving more into it than they do now whatever the fuck uh, so congratulations Ron for that and uh, my band Bastard Sons of a Judas Goat uh, played our first show after a year and a half and not playing live shows um, last Saturday and went great it was an outdoor thing we played an in, uh, instrumental set uh, made some new arrivals new new new, new friends uh, into the Brothers of uh, of uh, Distortion, as I've been calling it, Brothers of Distortion, um, which is basically just bands that we've made friends with. Yeah. That Eulogy and Blood, Artwork for the Blind, uh, uh, Chaos Pendulum, Joe Grudge, which is a band I think that you really dig. Okay. Um, yeah. Do they sound like Clutch? They sound like they would sound. There's like there, you. You'll have to hear. <laughs> there's 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 some coolness. There. Like I think you'll get rock there. Like. Joe Grudge, they're badass, and you should check out any of those bands I just named. Uh, but it was a lot of fun, and yeah, I went. I went. I got, if you actually want to hear more about it, go to uh, the last episode with Nasty Nation, and I talk a little bit more about that uh, about playing shows again. It was yeah, a good man. experience. It was cool as fuck. What do you have going on, women? Yeah, not as much as that, but uh, again, <laughs> a couple photo shoots. Um, hopefully, maybe starting some solo shit up as far as another podcast we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I'm going to be doing some uh, cross-country traveling here pretty soon. So I'm going to be heading to Colorado to see some friends and uh, going to kind of document some shit along the way and try to find uh, the weirdest, the the spookiest shit and find weird cemeteries or old broke-down shit and take some weird pictures and kind of document some stuff. So I've got a weird like cross-country trip uh, coming up, which hopefully I can kind of at least link something into our graveyard talk and find some uh, weird tales or, you know, just... Whatever. I know, I know so, you will. Oh yeah, I'm gonna, you're gonna have stories. Yeah, I'm gonna. 
I, I never lack for meeting weird people in weird places. So They seem to cling to you. Yeah, man, I love it. Keep them coming. So, yeah, I'm going to document a lot of that and have some weird pictures as well as, uh, now with my phone, I can record some audio or and I'm going to be linking up with you as far as visual stuff. We may find yeah. something super cool. And uh, So I got all kinds of that weird stuff with the whole trip. Like I said, there'll be a, a whole set of pictures I'm going to take and audio, some video shit. Man, that's um, just packing and selling a bunch of my junk off to, to pay for this chick. So other than that, man, that's my biggest thing on the horizon right now. A couple photo shoots. Um, Jupiter and I are going to try to get something done pretty soon. And um, my friend Heather, uh, she does really good makeup as far as like stage makeup and all this stuff. I think I talked about it a little bit. We were going to do some superhero. She did uh, Carnage and Venom. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So we're going to shoot some, uh, some stuff. She's going to get all painted up and we're going to shoot some downtown here in our local town and uh, should have some, some cool shoots up on the, the Facebook and the Instagram pretty soon. Hell yeah, man. So Sounds good. Sounds yeah. good. Well, once again, thank you for listening. Uh, it's been a fun episode, yeah. as always. Uh, check out all the Facebook pages. Bastard Sons of a Judas Go, Nasty Nation, Graveyard Talk, Women Photography. Yeah. Tell us in the podcast, slash 2G1C. Uh, I guess yeah. so. That's, that's it for now. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Fuck y'all. See ya. I'm just kidding. No, seriously, you'll have a good one, and uh, make sure to keep listening, and feel free to share uh, any of the stuff that we put out. It is much appreciated. Hit us up for topics, if there's stuff uh, Hit us up. here. Yeah, messages, that we haven't whatever. Covered, uh, we got a whole list of shit. We'll eventually, we've got, you know, stuff planned out, but we just can't always, uh, you know, get to everything. But if there's something you got to hear, you want to hear, you know, shoot us a message on one of those formats. Yeah. Hit or me. hell, if you've got an anchor yeah. account, you can send us a voicemail. Yeah. Okay, and we'll fun. answer it on the air. Yeah. So there you go. Um, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. Bye, guys. Filthy fact you ain't